Welcome to the Business Report Market Watch. My name is Michelle, and today I'm speaking to Flores Berg, economist in the Capricorn Group. Flores will share with us some thoughts on specifically how the national budget is an instrument of economic policy, with some expectations given also that the SA budget will be read this week. Welcome, Flores, to our show. Thanks for talking to me. Good day, Michelle. Good day to the listeners. Good. Let us firstly start with uh, economic policies of government. So can you maybe share with us some of your expectations of what you believe will be announced next week and how that will support economic policy? Yeah, Michelle, uh, this time of year is usually uh, when we, when our policy making comes to the forefront, not least of which we expect a large number of elections globally uh, in other words, political tensions will probably increase. We also have an election in SA and an election in Namibia. But apart from uh, politics, we also we, we are wrestling with the outlook for the years. But the outlook also depends on policy making, and policy making also depends on uh, the outlook. So yeah, it's a bit of there's a there's a circular type of uh, reference between outlooks and policy. And currently, we're looking at the Namibian budget being tabled next week. They the the core, I would say, will be around the way the the good fortune that we have seen in the revenue side over the last year or so will continue. I'm specifically referring to um, the SACU revenue or from the SACU tool that has jumped a huge amount in the last fiscal year. And whether within that the the government can contain the uh, revenue expectations because it is unlikely to be repeated and it is unlikely to form a base that, that will be sustained for uh, for the future. The trouble let, me was, quickly, uh, let me just quickly ask you, what percentage of total income comes from the soccer pool for Namibia? A third. So, a third about, okay. Yeah, SACU is the biggest single uh, revenue source. Then we also will go about a quarter of the revenue comes from uh, individual taxes, personal tax and another quarter from VAT uh, and the film levy. In other words, let's say half of the revenue comes from personal income tax and VAT. Okay. So, yeah, the Namibian budget process, I mean, it's a, it's a great challenge because of the volatility, the income streams that happens every now and then. So, I would say we, Namibia has, has seen has had good fortune over the last year or so, maybe two, specifically in three areas. The one is uh, a very strong bounce in GDP growth that helps a lot when it comes to uh, government revenue. But then also the big subgroup search, secondly, that was a, uh, a big good fortune that came our way. And then thirdly, 
we have a very liquid money market situation. In other words, government is able to fund itself fairly easily from the domestic market. However, the demand on the domestic market is fairly large. And it remains in the 10 billion to 12 billion area, which means that the interest rates being required by investors on government debt remains fairly high. And um, that is probably also um, a link with the South African budget, as you referred to earlier, where mm. we expect the South African fiscal trajectory to be uh, a lot worse than what we expect from Namibia. Unfortunately, mm. the, uh, the South African economy is not growing. Uh, revenue is under pressure. But the spending side just uh, is also on the big pressure, in other words, upwards, which means that what we call, we expect fiscal slippage in South Africa, which means a deterioration of the of government's finances, which plays into our uh, scenario largely via the link between bond deals. Now, the Namibian bond deals does not really react to one-to-one. It's not like night follows day, but it does have a relationship. It does not diverge significantly from the South African bonds. We have seen the Namibian bonds trade below South African bonds for a while, uh, just recently. So that, that, but that still plays a role. And then what will be very important for Namibia would be the amount that South Africa budgets for the Saku pool in this budget, because we normally get about a third of that pool. So whatever the South African government budgets, we get about a third of that. Yeah. And so... So Flores, okay, so you've basically answered my second question as well in terms of um, the SA budget being read. I think at time, what could be forthcoming that could either derail or boost our plans in Namibia? So you, you've touched on the soccer pool. Anything yeah. else that could come from the SA side impacting us severely? I would say that's basically the, the biggest um, uh, interlinkages the other big important factor, obviously, we jumped the monetary policy, mm. which is also now part and part of this time of the year where, where the markets wrestle with the question of what the central banks are going to do. Uh, so it's not limited to us here in Namibia. It's also obviously uh, linked to what South Africa does. South Africa is linked to what happens in the world. So... Currently, the consensus is really, which we more or less agree with, is that we've seen a, a pull down in the global economy. We foresee that inflation will decline further in the Midlands of Africa, and that should create room for our central bank to lower rates the second half of this year and into 2025. However, I should caution 
it will probably be a very shallow uh, cutting cycle as the, as the, uh, the sandy bands will remain very sensitive and very hawkish about inflation risks, especially mm-hmm. given the geopolitical situation where the oil price can, could spike up and then it will be an inflationary impulse that's, that sort of flows through all the economies. Yeah, for sure. An interesting year lying ahead of us. Thank you very much. Flores, appreciate. Thanks for talking to us and we will speak to you soon again. Thank you. Only a present, Michelle. Bye-bye.